All right. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to this exclusive audio codes webinar where today we're going to be talking about the easy way to integrate voice bots into your call center solution. I'm your host for the morning, Kane Sims. I'm the founder of a company called VUX World. and We're a strategic consultancy helping organizations implement this kind of voice AI technology effectively and successfully. Today, I'll be joined by Elan Avner, who is the Director of Product Management at Audio Codes. I'm sure you plenty of you are familiar with Audio Codes. Audio Codes is the leading provider of advanced communication software products and productivity solutions for the digital workplace. Whether you're running call centers or any kind of enterprise communications, you've probably been using audio codes under the hood. Uh, it is a global organization that is doing very, very well and also has uh, begun in recent years to move into the voice AI space, taking that kind of pure connectivity capabilities and bringing that into the voice AI realm. And we're going to cover a lot more about that in just a short while uh, and show how this audio codes voice AI connect solution uh, it will enable your digital transformation and your voice AI capabilities to be implemented into any call center um, with any bot framework. Uh, so that's what we're going to be covering today and uh, this meeting will be recorded. The webinar will be recorded. It will be available afterwards. So if you or your colleagues or even your acquaintances would find this uh, valuable, please do share it uh, afterwards with, with people who you think would, would benefit from it. I, I'm confident enough that you're going to find some extreme value in this in this discussion and this uh, webinar that we're going to just have. So please do share that with with colleagues and acquaintances after the fact. Uh, you'll be able to see some links being posted uh, in the Q&A and in the chat window in just a moment's time. And those links are one to the audio codes uh, website where you can find out more information about audio codes. Uh, you will also find links to the Voice AI Connect portal if you want to get a bit of a jump on this session and go in there and start digging around and see what it's all about. First of all, uh, you can do that there. And also there is uh, a way to reach out to audio codes. So if at any point in this uh, session or after this session, you uh, want to inquire more about the, uh, the Voice AI Connect product, then please do use those links there. You can share those as well uh, with your colleagues and acquaintances also. Uh, so. What we're going to cover today in today's session is uh, we're going to be covering, first of all, I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, an overview of the voice bot landscape and why the time is now for voice AI capabilities in customer service solutions and run through an, a kind of like step by step ABC walkthrough of how you should think about putting together your strategy and your roadmap and what kind of technology capabilities you will need in order to implement this successfully, as well as some of the core kind of challenges that you might face and, and gotchas that you should look out for as well when you go to implement this. I'm then going to hand over to Elan, who who's going to talk a little bit more about the Voice AI Connect uh, cloud, uh, some of the highlights of the, the new version of the Voice AI Connect cloud. You'll get a live demo of how it all works. And essentially, it is covering that final mile from taking your, your voice bot and your voice assistant capabilities and deploying that into any call center. It's going to be absolutely amazing. And so without further ado, then uh, let's have a, a think about voice AI in general. I don't know if you're familiar that for those of you tuning in where you might have experience of babies building chatbots or perhaps running call centers, maybe not deploying voice AI within those customer service solutions. And it's quite easy to take a look at, you know, some of the um, 
the, the, the popular media, if you like, and we've seen voice AI prevalent and AI in general prevalent across all of our media for all of our lives almost, from Knight Rider to Star Trek to the Jetsons. And you kind of think that all the time it's, it's really futuristic and this AI stuff is just miles into the future. But the reality is that it exists right now. Amazon Alexa is basically exactly the same almost as the Star Trek computer. You know, you look at the Amazon Astro robot, which is very similar to the Jetsons robot. And every car that ships these days has a voice assistant in it as well, very similar to Knight Rider. The future is actually right now. And those exact same technologies, the underlying capabilities are being used in call centers today to deliver some real business value. To the tune of this, Juniper uh, forecasts that by 2023, 2.5 billion customer service hours will be saved through using cognitive services and voice AI solutions. To give you some context and to put that into some context for you, that's 856,000 people working eight hours a day for 365 days straight without a break and without any holidays. <laughs> it's absolutely immense, the potential of this technology. Uh, the IDC forecasts that enterprises will be spending over $77 billion on cognitive services this calendar year, 2022. By now, we're at the end of March. They've probably already spent around about 20 billion uh, and, and it's only going to continue. And so to give you a little bit of an insight about what these cognitive services can do for your business, rather than kind of talking uh, in, in a general terms, I thought I'd give you a bit of a case study of Landry's Incorporated. So Landry's is based in the US. It's got around about 72 different brands in its portfolio, restaurants, hotels, casinos, the whole, the whole kind of thing like that, this golden nugget one, as you can see here, 600 venues across the United States. It turns over around about 3 billion in annual revenue. During the pandemic, obviously everything had to close down. and I'm sure plenty of you in your organizations had to go through some kind of similar shutdown. When it reopened again, it was dealing with 40,000 extra calls per month. It couldn't recruit staff in its call center to be able to handle that level of demand. To give you an insight about what was happening on the phone lines, that's 30 to 40% of the calls that were received to Landry's, to the Golden Nugget Hotel uh, chain, was uh, abandoned. So just think about how much lost revenue that was. For $200 per night per room, this is in a down season. So like now, March, kind of February time, it's $200 per room to stay in that hotel. Even if 20% of those abandoned calls were hotel bookings, and it may well have been a bit more than that, that's $1.6 million of lost revenue every single month. And so what did they do about it? Well, instead of trying to recruit, well, they did try to recruit, which they couldn't do. And many call centers are in a very similar situation. They instead deployed a voice bot. Uh, they deployed it in 30 days. And within the first 30 days, they were managing to achieve 85% automation of non-revenue producing calls. And what that meant was that they were able to absorb that additional 40,000 calls every single month. They were able to save time and money because they didn't have to go and recruit uh, and spend money on training and spend the time on, on uh, letting staff bed in and, and get to grips with the organization. Uh, and they also able, enabled their current agents to focus on revenue producing calls. So what they did is they took all of the calls that were things like what time's check-in? What time does the pool open? Can I bring my pet dog with me? Um, and they, they automated all of those calls. That means that all of the calls that agents were actually answering were revenue producing. Now, if you ask any call center leader whether they would be happy with every single call being answered, uh, being a potential revenue producing call and not a non-value add call, 
And I think that they would say that they would be quite happy with that. You would expand your call centre to the nth degree if every single call that came into that call centre was a revenue producing call, because that's what it's all about. And so that's all well and good. And it sounds very nice for Landry's restaurants. But how do you do the same kind of thing? So I'm going to walk you through some pointers around how to approach formulating your strategy when it comes to deploying voice AI solutions in your call centre and customer service areas. And so before you begin, before you even start, think about where Landry started. Landry started with a real business problem. They had too many calls and they couldn't answer them all and they couldn't recruit staff. You might have different problems. It might be that you have long handling times, long average handling times. It might be that you have <clears throat> long wait times in your IVI. It might be that agents are spending non-productive time transferring calls from one place to another. You need to start with what that business problem is in order to determine what the right solution is for you. Because the right solution can come in a number of different shapes and forms. For Landry's, it was automating some really basic use cases. For you, it may be that you might want to do routing using AI so that someone can just call up and say, I need to speak to customer service or I need to speak to the credit card department or whatever it might be. I need to speak to John uh, Smith. Um, so it, or it might be that you want to use uh, a use case where the bot gathers information first, you know, and then hands it over to an agent. There's a good case study in the debt collection space where somebody calls to make uh, inquire about their the debt that they have outstanding, and the bot basically gathers information about their in, about their income and expenditure, hands it over to a live agent for the live agent to be able to just have a look, give it the okay, and approve a transaction. It may be that you use an agent assist capability where a bot sits and listens to the user and the agent on the call and suggests things like next best actions. But the solution that you implement has to be tied to the business problem that you're trying to solve, because that's the only way it's going to ever have longevity. And it's the only real way you're going to ever get the proper budget to do this to a sufficient uh, level of success. And so <clears throat> once you've outlined your business problem, you understand what your primary solutions are, you then need to prioritize your use cases. And for Landry's, as I mentioned, it was those non-value add, fairly simple uh, questions, Q&A kind of things. Uh, for you, it might be something different. And to find that out, we use this prioritization matrix. And you, you, you've probably seen similar things like this in the past. The idea of this is that you take all of the calls that you receive and you profile them and you categorize them. Many call centers already have this data available where you can download and, and get access to what people have actually called about. And if you don't have access to that data, you'll need to, the first thing you need to do is, is to gather it. Once you understand the nature of all of your calls, you can then start to prioritize them based on whether they're high volume, as in we get a lot of these calls, or low volume, as in we don't really get that many. Whether they are high complexity, as in there's lots of variables, the conversation is quite difficult, it requires lots of different pushing and pulling with line of business and systems, or whether it's fairly low complexity, is it just an answer that we can give or can we just do one look up into a line of business system? And once you've prioritised those onto this matrix, you will then have the beginnings of your roadmap and your place to start, starting in the top left corner with low complexity but high volume use cases. If you've got low complexity and low volume use cases, but you've got enough of them, you can aggregate those up and that might actually be a place to follow on to and then you start moving into the high volume high complexity use cases which is things like that income expenditure things like actually making hotel reservations things like booking appointments and more, some of the more transactional self-service elements and 
then you'll end up uh, after you've identified your use cases, you can then start to prioritize your requirements. You're going to have requirements in a number of different areas. You're going to have technical requirements, which may be your uh, your conversational or voice AI technology, which I'm going to come into in a little moment. You're going to have data requirements. So you're going to have conversations with uh, other uh, customers live in real time. You're going to need enough data to be able to train your models behind the scenes to be able to understand what people say. So you're going to need call center data uh, that you can use to start in those models and you're going to need system integrations you're going to need to be able to integrate into your line of business systems be that your crm your payment infrastructure whatever it might be your systems of record and you're going to need to be able to integrate on the other side into your call center infrastructure so understanding quite how that looks is the, is the next priority and elan's going to share a lot more about that in just a moment and then you're going to need to prioritize your resources who and how many people do you need to do this what kind of skills do you need design engineering uh, and, and much more if you're going to do this in-house, that is. And so when you're thinking about your technology, there's a number of different core components that you can utilize or that you need to utilize when it comes to implementing this voice AI technology within your customer service infrastructure. So let's walk through a typical pipeline and I'll shed some light on some of the challenges and some of the pointers that you should consider when it comes to implementing this stuff. So first we've got a user here making a phone call and that phone call hits a call center. And so the first thing you need to do is you need to make that technology available to be got at and to be called within your call center. And there's a number of different ways of doing that, which Elan will cover uh, in just a moment. What that will do then is the call center will connect to what is called an ASR, automatic speech recognition. That's the thing that takes the spoken audio and translates that into text. That text is then fed into an NLU, Natural Language Understanding System. And the aim of the Natural Language Understanding System is to determine what these words mean. So if somebody calls up and says, I was on holiday and I've lost my credit card, what do those words mean? It translates to somebody wanting to report a lost credit card. And so then the logic side, also known as the dialogue management, will determine what do we do when someone wants to report a lost credit card. Once you've determined what you want to do with that, the response goes back to the user in a form of text. And then we use another AI capability called text to speech or TTS to translate that text into spoken language to push that back out through the contact center uh, solution and back out to the user. Behind the scenes, inevitably, you're going to require some system integrations, as I mentioned, CRM integrations, line of business systems, systems of record in order to push data in, as in when someone wants to report a lost credit card, how do you actually make a record of that and action that in your back end and also pull data through. So if someone calls to say what's happening with my delivery, you can get insight and data from your line of business systems to communicate that to the user. Crucially, a component within this architecture, this architecture right now kind of assumes that everything is going to be automated. The reality is that's not usually the case. And in fact, you absolutely have to have some agent handover capabilities because during the course of a conversation, things do go wrong. And so age, uh, customers are going to want to be escalated to an agent. And you might have use cases that are specifically designed to escalate to an agent at the appropriate point when you've gathered enough information from the user. When you do integrate with the agent and, and hand it over to a live agent, it is absolutely crucial that you are able to pass the context of the conversation to the live agent behind the scenes. Because what you don't want is someone being transferred to a live agent and having to start their conversation all over again and have go through that whole process that they've already been part of the way through with the bot. In order to do that, you do need some pretty tight integration between your call center solution and your uh, voice AI capabilities or your bot framework. And again, Elan's going to talk a little bit more about that in a moment. 
What is also crucial about that integration component into the call centre is being able to pass through details and data of about context it, to your bot framework. So, for example, if someone has gone through uh, an, an IVR experience, for argument's sake, or maybe they've perhaps been speaking to an agent and they've been forwarded on to the bot, there may be context within that conversation that is incredibly useful for the bot to handle because the bot might pick up the conversation at the appropriate part rather than starting from the beginning. And so this architecture really works well when it has tight integration on the contact center on the front end and tight integration with the live agent handover on the back end. And the components in the middle, you can use different components. You can use uh, individual capabilities. For example, there are uh, companies that provide just the automatic speech recognition capability, DeepGram uh, and others. And the value of that is that you can actually retrain those speech recognition models to be really specific to your use case. And the value of using these component modular parts is that you can actually switch them out based on different use cases. So for example, Google, for example, their speech recognition or its speech recognition is pretty good at addresses. IBM, fairly good at numbers. DeepGram, fairly good for anything that you need to retrain based on your specific language and your specific use cases or your specific products. And so being able to switch out this automatic speech recognition component for different conversations will be really valuable. Uh, the natural language understanding, very similar. You know, you might have an NLU that is really good for banking use cases for like, you know, reporting credit cards and what have you. But you might have a different NLU that's there for doing Q&A and, and, uh, and research based things. Maybe you apply that on your website or you have it more for an FAQ based use case. And so being able to switch out the NLU model is, is, is crucial as well. On the TTS, the text-to-speech, uh, what we'll see, we don't see that much of that these days, but we will start to see over in time, organizations creating their own synthetic voices, their own virtual representation of their brand. And uh, you can get systems that roll all of this up together, uh, like Cognigy, for example. Cognigy uses the Voice AI uh, Connect solution uh, and Core AI, very similar as well. Or you can have this modular component-based approach. But this is the core technology that you will need and some of the core things that you'll need to consider. You won't start from the, from the advanced use cases, automating absolutely everything. You want to start, as we mentioned, with the high volume, low complexity, and take it as a learning process because it is absolutely fundamentally a journey. Uh, some of the challenges you'll face, we've mentioned training data already, getting the right kind of training data into your models, uh, making sure that you take design seriously so that you can actually design the system uh, to work in a human-like fashion. Uh, and have human-like conversations. Getting your integrations in order is absolutely crucial because this doesn't work unless you can integrate this into your call center, unless you can integrate this into your line of business systems. And don't forget that this is an ongoing thing. It's not something that you can fire and forget, put it on your call center and leave it alone. It's like employing a new customer, customer service agent. It needs looking after, it needs nurturing, it needs to be analyzed and it needs to be retrained and continue that development cycle. And so, I'm going to leave you with uh, with that and we're going to hand over just now to Elan, who is going to come and talk to you uh, more about the Voice AI Connect uh, solution, more about how you can uh, you can implement that uh, in your call center. And so while we bring Elan across, which I'm going to do uh, just now, if we give us one second, we'll put Elan here. Uh, so hopefully hopefully that gives you some uh, idea of some of the challenges that you may face, some of the um, some of the opportunities that exist as well, and uh, and how you can go about implementing uh, voice AI in your call center. So, without further ado, I will bring Elan.
And there we go. Okay. You good to go? You good to go, Elon? Yeah. Um, I was just uh, muted. Okay. Uh, hopefully you can hear me. So thank you very much, Kane. This uh, was very insightful and helpful for anyone who wants to start his uh, voice boss journey. In my part of this webinar, I'm going to focus on how to voice enable your bots and connect them to your or to your uh, voice or telephony engagement channels. Now, uh, when we when we start the journey, OK, you will first need to choose your bot framework. So here you can see various, um, let's say the, 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 the popular bot frameworks. There are many bot framework out there. Uh, so you, you will first need to choose your bot framework or conversational AI platform. And then you will, uh, according to what Kane said, you will need to pick up your uh, use cases. The first ones you want to implement, you will implement a bot. It can be first uh, a chatbot. And then the next question would be, how can I call my bot? If I want to speak with my bot, what should I do? So uh, uh, the first thing that you need to do is to integrate with the telephony engagement channels or the voice engagement channels that your customers will be using to interact with your bot. So let's see what are the various telephony engagement channels. So the first ones are the public telephony providers. They were, these ones are the ones who supply us the public phone numbers uh, like AT&T, Verizon, and uh, there are many others. If you're uh, using a medium or large service center, so a customer service center, then you would usually use a contact center from one of, of the providers you see here. There are also here many others like Nice in Contact, uh, Five9. We, we, we recently also heard about Google and Microsoft offering this type of solutions. And then if you want to automate uh, self-service for, for, for your enterprise employees, then you would be required to integrate with your Teams or Avaya or Zoom, your communication platforms that the, 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 the customers are using. Now, there are many challenges to implement what you see here on this question mark. I will uh, focus on the various challenges on the second part of my session. These are all related to various protocols used by these uh, uh, voice over IP channels. All the things that Kane mentioned on how to integrate, how to escalate human agent, how to share metadata. Then you also need to pick up your uh, technologies for the text-to-speech or providers for the text-to-speech, speech-to-text and both frameworks you already mentioned. I will focus on that on the second part of my webinar, of my session. Now, uh, First, I would like to show you how you can easily use AudioCode's Voice AI Connect to integrate or to uh, to integrate all the uh, voice engagement channels or telephony engagement channels that I just mentioned with your bot uh, to build a holistic uh, voice bot for or holistic voice bot for your solution. Now, what is AudioCode's Voice AI Connect? AudioCode's Voice AI Connect is a self-service portal that you can call and speak with your bot in just a few clicks. So first, if you enter this uh, portal, you will just open an account and then you, you will uh, configure your bot connectivity. Okay, so you will pick up your uh, bot framework, the bot framework you want to work with. Uh, you would pick up your text-to-speech engine out of a list of uh, supported uh, providers, speech-to-text engine, more services like voice biometrics and recordings. 
Uh, and then after you do that, you have your bot connectivity with multiple other attributes that you configure to the bot. Then you purchase a phone number from Audiocos. We offer phone numbers in about 20 different countries and connect your bot to a phone number. And then when you call your bot, you can call your bot in few, just few clicks. What we add to this is more services that you can also see your call history. You can also see your uh, call recording for each of the calls you make and you can also see the call transcript of a call you, you've made with a bot. Now, next question, next question would be, okay, so uh, I just showed you the, the, the various uh, engagement channels and there you saw that you can connect to your service provider. So let, what if you have your own phone number supplied by AT&T, for instance, uh, how can you connect that? How can you connect to your contact center? So this is exactly what we introduced uh on the new release that was introduced last week of the voice AI connect uh so with this release you can now configure your zip connections okay so you can configure your connectivity to you to the customer contact center it can be any contact center that you see here and many others or alternatively to the public telephony provider that your customers are using so you don't have to use only phone numbers that you purchase for module codes. You can also connect to your telephony channels. Uh, now, we also, also added to this a routing module. With this routing module, you can connect anything to anything. So for instance, you can make a call uh, from the contact center directly to the bot and then escalate to a contact, contact center agent. You can do it from the public telephony provider to the bot and then escalate to a, 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 an agent that uh, exists on the on the contact center. I will show you that in a minute. Now, what I want to do now, I want to show you a use case. Uh, then I'm going to build this use case. I'm going to show you how I build this use case on with the new edition, with the new release of the Voice AI Connect Cloud. And then I will also demo that. So what will be the use case? I will go and purchase a phone number from audio codes and I will use this phone number to call uh, Genesis Cloud. Genesis Cloud is a contact center uh, on the cloud. Uh, and the, the first thing that will happen is that I will, I will hear a Genesis IVR. This will be a legacy IVR. And then afterwards at the specific stage, the call will be transferred to a bot. Now this will go through the voice AI connect. So there is another connectivity from Genesis to a bot that I that we developed on Microsoft Power Virtual Agent. Then I will have a conversation with a bot and after a while the call will be transferred to a human agent. So it will be this way uh, on any bot framework. You can just ask us to transfer. You can indicate the QID and the context and then we will use we will uh, integrate with Genesis to send it to an available agent. I have on my laptop, uh, I have uh, an account on Genesis Cloud and you will see, uh, and I will also act as the, uh, as the agent and you will be able to see the call coming uh, to my laptop. Now let's see how we first, how we configure that on the new release. So I'm just now signing in to the portal. So I already have an account. So I'll not create one. You, on your first time, you'd probably uh, just uh, create your own account. So I will just log in. Okay, 
If you are doing this the first time, you will have a quick wizard that you can purchase a phone number, connect it to your bot. In few clicks, you can connect your bot. What you can see here, you can see the menu. Uh, since it is not my first time, I don't have the wizard, so I see the menu. And on the menu, you can see uh, the bots that you can configure, the phone numbers that you can purchase, the SIP connections, which are the new ones, and the routing. Let's go over them one by one. So let's see first the bot. If I want to add a new bot connectivity, then I choose my bot framework. You can see here the various bot frameworks, the most popular ones. We also support others uh, that you don't see here. So I can choose uh, Microsoft. I will not do that because I already have uh, a bot configured. I will show you what are the options. This is the Power Virtual Agent bot. Let's see what the options are. So other than the general settings of how to connect to my bot framework, I can also determine my uh, text-to-speech uh, text engine out of a list, speech-to-text engine provider. I can choose my language from a very large list. And also I can choose, I can pick up my voice name. It can be a male or a female according to what the text-to-speech engine supports. Uh, and then multiple other attributes. And on the features, I can enable call transcript, outbound calling, call recording, call transfer, and speaker verification. So this is the, from the bot side. Then I can also purchase a phone number. Okay, so I told you in 20 different countries, I will not do that. I already have two phone numbers. And then this is the new thing that we're very excited about. Uh, this is, these are the SIP connections. Okay, so when you add the new SIP connection, you would first give it a, a name. Let's say, let's say we'll, we'll now configure Genesis. And then you should configure the provider type. You can see either a SIP trunk or a contact center or a user platform, just like I showed you on the previous slides. Uh, if I choose, for instance, the SIP trunk, you can see here a list of SIP trunk providers, uh, or you can choose a generic SIP trunk. Uh, all these ones we did the specific integration with. If you will come here in about a few months from today, we'll see a much larger list. And if you pick up a contact center, then you can see here Genesis Cloud, and this list is also going to grow. We're doing now more and more integration with contact centers, or you can pick up a generic SIP trunk. Once you picked up Genesis Cloud, we have all the defaults already set for you, and but you can also change them if you want. These are multiple SIP attributes that you can configure. I will not go over them, and then you create your connection. Yeah, you create Genesis Cloud, and then you have a connectivity to Genesis Cloud. Then afterwards, you go to routing. With this routing, you can connect anything to anything. So let's see what I can do. Okay, first thing, I, I already purchased the phone number. So I would like to connect this phone number to Genesis. So I pick up, pick up here Genesis Cloud, and I'm saying that I will have calls coming from the phone number I purchased. We'll go to Genesis Cloud to hear the IVR. Then after the IVR uh, transfers to, to a bot, to a virtual agent, then I want to say that there will be an inbound call from, uh, this is the bot, I want to have an inbound call to the bot from Genesis Cloud. Then when I want to transfer the call to human agent from the bot, I will say that when I transfer here, I go to Genesis Cloud. Of course, there are, I can transfer to, there are multiple options here. I can also make outbound calls if I want from the bot to where, wherever I want. Yeah, so the, you see this is very flexible. 
Now, at this stage, I want to show you, uh, I have all the uh, routing already configured, and I want to show you uh, how the demo looks like. So uh, I will just uh, try this, and I'll also show you what I'm doing while I'm demoing that. So what I'm doing now, I'm using my mobile phone to call uh, Genesis Cloud. So I'm calling the phone number I purchased, and this will go to Genesis IVR. Welcome to Genesis IVR. Press 1 to speak with a human agent or 0 to be immediately served by a bot. Transferring to bot. Goodbye. Welcome to Lifetime Insurance. How can I help you today? I would like to check my bill, please. Okay. Please say your name. John Smith. Thank you, John Smith. Please wait while I forward your call to a human agent. Okay, you see the call coming to my uh, to the agent that you see here, and then I'm answering the call. So I didn't answer. I didn't answer fast enough. But you see that I received the call. I'm an agent now. I received the call on my desktop application. And this is the full thing, yeah? This is the demo. Uh, now I want to show you one more thing. So uh, I will go to the call history. And this is the call history that I have. I see, I see all the calls that went through the Voice AI Connect. And you, you see here uh, three type of calls. These are the, this is the call that I made to the contact center. This is the call with a bot. And this is the call after it was escalated to human agent. So if I, call, if I mark the call with a bot, and I go to actions. I can see that I play the recording. I can also uh, download the transcript. So let's do that. I will open this. It takes a minute until it opens. Just a minute. Yeah, and here you can see the transcript. You can see what the bot said. You can see uh, what I replied. You can see probably John Smith or here below. Sorry. Here. Thank you, John Smith. Uh, so you can see all the transcript of the call and you can also play the recording. I will, I will not show you that. I, I want to go back to the presentation. So it seems very simple yeah it looks very simple it may look like it's also very simple to implement but in fact we're working on this for the last year we allocated our uh, most talented and experienced uh, engineers to make it simple for you but uh, but let's look and see how in in reality it's not that simple and what we've done under under the hood and what are the challenges to do this so First, let's see what are the challenges. When we look at the challenges, the first ones are how to integrate the telephony systems uh, to the to the various bot frameworks and also text to speech and speech to text engines. So uh, let's see all these uh, contact centers, telephony platforms, are built on complex traditional voice over IP protocol versus the HTTP uh, methods uh, used by uh, the the bot frameworks or the cognitive services. 
each one of the vendors implemented uh, various uh, protocols, uh, its own flavor of the protocol. So someone needs to adjust to this, okay, and and do the translations. Uh, also, each one use, may use different voice codecs. And while speaking about voice codecs, voice quality is, it can also be an issue. Voice quality is crucial for voice bots because voice bots are based on speech to text engines, which are very sensitive to voice quality. And uh, if you have bad voice quality, the user experience would be bad, no matter how good your bot is. And uh, with telephony, it's, it's a challenge. And also more challenges like security, privacy, uh, scalability. And the, the, the most difficult one is that when you engage with IT admins of the contact center or the telephony, they would, you would usually be reluctant to change their systems to uh, upgrade their systems, to change the versions, to change the platform, and then you will need to adjust to whatever they have in place. This is one thing. Another thing is that uh, you need to adjust the user experience to the voice channel. So with the chatbot, you can start with a, a menu that you can ask the customer to press a button. This, of course, would not work for a voice channel. Uh, you cannot send emojis, links, pictures, uh, so you need to adjust to this. Also, you need to relate to the telephony data, all the context that Kane mentioned. You need to relate to them, uh, to the context while you build your bot. Also, you need to be able to receive this context and also share the context with the human while you escalate human agent. Uh, so how do you do the escalations to human agent? How do you, ask, do you share the, the content or the context of the call with the human agent? How do you handle crosstalks and your user inputs? All these type of things are addressed by the Voice AI Connect. So to, ha to have an holistic customer support, this requires integration of the voice bots with your existing business processes. And this is the challenge. So this is the Voice AI Connect high level overview. So what you can see here, the left hand side of the Voice AI Connect is based on Odicode session border controllers. Okay, so uh, th this is what Odicodes are doing for the last 15 years. The main goal of session border controller is to connect any voice engagement channel to any other one. And we, we can connect to any voice engagement channel, any telephony platform, any contact center, any public telephony provider. Uh, and to, we leveraged that about three years ago to add to this the connectivity to the various bot frameworks and the various cognitive speed services. And uh, you can now, the, the, the main goal of the Voice AI Connect is to connect any bot framework to any voice engagement channel. And then, since most of these ones are text-based, we also integrated with various cognitive speed services that you can build the most advanced voice bots. You can pick up your vendor of choice. You can uh, also mix and match if you want. And uh, all of this with very simple APIs without knowing anything about telephony. Um, if we are go, if I go to a more detailed explanation from the bot framework, you can control the telephony actions. You can receive the call, you can disconnect the call, you can escalate to human agent, you can control barge in. You can also receive telephony notifications like dial digits, uh, like no user input, um, answering machine detection, fax detections. You can control the speech engines, you can determine the language, you can determine the voice name, everything from the bot framework itself. And it can also integrate with the contact center business flows, uh, as, as, as I mentioned before, the escalation to human agent, sharing the metadata, sharing the context with the bot, then afterwards with the human agent. And this is available on any bot framework. Now, for the Voice AI Connect, we have 
two service options. The first one is uh, the one I showed you. This is uh, called Voice AI Connect Cloud. And uh, this is exactly the same thing that I showed you before. And the other one, in case you have security concerns or other uh, reasons why you want that, then we can also build for you a dedicated platform in your data center. We can also build for you a dedicated platform in your, in your cloud account. It can be Azure, it can be Amazon, it can be Google Cloud. And this is also the, the enterprise edition, the Voice AI Connect Enterprise Edition, which, which is this option, is offered as a fully managed service. Uh, our basic assumption is that both developers are not experts for telephony. This is why we offer this as a fully managed service, meaning that we're doing the deployment, we're doing the integration with the telephony channels, we're doing uh, the configuration and also day two operations, active monitoring, anything uh, we offer as, as, as a fully managed service. Uh, now we have another webinar that we will do, I think in about two weeks time in Europe. And uh, this, is, this will be a real use case uh, together with ARAG, which is an insurance company uh, in Germany. This is the end customer. They also automated chatbots and voice bots. This will be a joint webinar with, uh, with Cognigy and Audio Codes and ARAG. Cognigy are the bot framework they're using. So I also invite you to join uh, this uh, in about two weeks time frame. We'll also send an email to everyone on this. And uh, this is uh, for my part. So uh, back to you, Kane. Fantastic. Thank you, Elan. That was that was super interesting. Um, so we've got some questions coming through, which we'll get to in just a moment. But uh, thank you for that, Elan. It's as someone who has worked in the voice AI space for, um, I would say, four years now, something like that, uh, I can definitely vouch for the value of this solution. And I think objectively, as someone who doesn't work for audio cords, I can 100% see a product market fit here because as Elan said at the end there, bot AI developers and AI practitioners in general are not call center uh, experts and that is 110% certainly the case. Uh, the, the whole thing can fall down if you don't integrate into your contact center sufficiently. I've seen deployments where the the um, the AI uh, the the voice AI basically is hosted on kind of like an external phone number that you know the call center will just forward the call on to the bot provider. And what happens there is you miss out on all of that context. You miss out on all of the metadata that enables you to provide a truly uh, personalized customer experience. And also the handover back into the call center is incredibly clunky, and you don't benefit from anything that Elan has been outlining around the the fluid integration with telephony providers as well as uh, being able to utilize your kind of like telephony actions and notifications and and tying it into your business processes and business rules all is all is what you you know you will benefit from if you were to use something like voice AI connect and so I can definitely see uh, see the value in that and there's, there's no reason why uh, companies like Cognigy and Core AI, I know we've got a, a question here around Amelia, uh, which we'll get to in just a moment, but there's no wonder why these platforms are utilizing this technology. And now that it's available to be utilized externally from anybody who wants to deploy voice AI in their call center, it is it will save you so much pain and heartache from using it. Um, and so I'm a huge fan of, of what Audio Codes has done. And thank you, Elan, again for that presentation. 
And so what you've heard today from us uh, so far is you've heard the reasons why voice AI is ready for prime time, the reasons why the technology that exists in all of these devices like Siri on your mobile phone and Alexa and Google Assistant and all of those voice enabled and, and voice AI driven vehicles and devices, that same technology being applied for customer service and call center use cases, you've seen how that can deliver some tremendous value. You've seen a case study from Landry's Inc, who was having 40,000 additional calls hit in their call center that they couldn't recruit for and couldn't handle, but deploying voice AI enabled them to do that. You've also seen how you should approach your strategy, first of all, from defining your business challenges, then outlining your solution, planning your roadmap, choosing your technology effectively. And we've got some questions around here uh, as well, which we'll get into in a moment around uh, the NLU choices and stuff like that. You've also seen some of the challenges that you might face uh, when you do this. And you've also seen crucially how that kind of where it should sit within your telephony ecosystem and how you can actually bring that about in a self-service way or in a managed service way uh, and benefit from all of that core telephony infrastructure and the expertise that audio codes has been providing to the world uh, for the last number of years and so with that we'll get into some questions and some q a if you do have some questions we do have quite a few we'll, we'll get through those in just a moment please feel free to stick any questions that you do have in the q a there and we'll try and get through as many as we can in the next uh, in the next 15 minutes or so so uh, one, one I'll answer really, really quickly, and, I, and, and there's more, most of these are for you, Elan, so I'll bring you on in just a minute. Uh, but one question, uh, it's coming through as anonymous, so apologies, I can't give you credit for it, but it's saying, why would you choose a voice bot rather than an IVR-based NLU? And a very simple answer to that is that most of the typical IVR NLU systems are not actually NLU systems. They're based on keyword recognition of patterns, basically, which means that they're very limited and restricted so that you can say something like lost credit card, or package delivery or I'm calling or something like mortgage application but you can't say something like I'm in the middle of applying for a mortgage application but I want to make a change to my address you can't say things like I was on holiday the other week and I think someone stole my credit card you can't also generate that truly natural conversation you know Elan mentioned there the difference between designing for vo vo uh, voice versus chat chat being very constrained and rule-based press this press that very similar to the typical DTMF IVR systems the typical inbuilt IVR NLU systems are basically just a version of that where you have to say keywords to get through the journey they're not conversational and they don't provide a very good customer experience. So using some of this more advanced natural language understanding engines will enable you to build an actual human-like conversation so that it feels like the user is talking to an agent rather than just saying keywords and getting through this phone tree basically. Uh, but Elan, I'll bring you up now because we've got we've got a bunch of questions here around Voice AI Connect. And so maybe we'll start with uh, what, how how do you how do you go about actually sharing the context between the uh, voice AI connect or bot framework and the agent? We've spoken a number of times about the importance of sharing that context. How specifically does it work within the voice AI connect? Okay, so uh, with with sharing uh, context, uh, it, it really depends on the contact center. So there are multiple ways to do that, and uh, the the first one is to uh, do it with the voice over IP protocol. So to send the specific SIP headers and the, with the voice AI connect, while we receive a call from the contact center, we have also the context of the call on a specific SIP headers, and we can share this data first with a bot developer. Uh, this is one thing. 
Then afterwards, when the bot developer escalates to human agent, he can also hand over some metadata and we can also share this metadata over the SIP headers with the contact center. This is one option. Now, of course, this depends on the contact center vendor. There are multiple other options. Uh, one, another one is also to do it with the REST API. Uh, but the, the, the main thing is doing it with a voice over IP integration. Cool. And and these features that you've been talking about, these new features, are these available from now, from today? Are these being released at some later date? So uh, I, I didn't show that when I did, uh, when I go do a walk through the configuration, but while you configure your bot, you can also configure uh, translations between the SIP headers and uh, the and the bot framework, so would, you will be able to receive any any SIP headers to your bot while we start a conversation with you. This is part of the configuration on the Voice Act Connect Cloud, and also when you escalate to human agent, part of the API we expose is also to share a context uh, with the human agent. So this is available on the enterprise as well as on the cloud. Perfect. Uh, we're getting a few questions in here around the um, availability of the recording. The recording will be made available after this. You'll get that in an email. You'll be able to go through that uh, at your leisure. Um, we've got another question here, Elan, from somebody, again, anonymous, but it says, can pre-recorded audio prompts be used rather than using a TTS provider? Is it possible for the bot framework? How some sometimes when when you create a, a voice AI solution, you might have a pre-recorded message to make it a bit more human like if the conversation uh, is not kind of like complex enough to require, um, you know, dynamic data, so to speak. So is it possible to utilize a pre-recorded agent voice off the back of a voice platform or do you need to select a TTS uh, provider? So you have both options. You can, uh, there is another action that you can set from the bot framework. You can indicate a URL of a file that you want us to play, and we'll, we'll just play the file that you pre-recorded and placed it on a specific URL. And of course, you can also do a text-to-speech depending on what you want, and this is controlled by the bot developer. Perfect, perfect. Um, We've got a question here. I don't know if I don't know if it's somebody who works at Amelia, uh, but mentioning that uh, is there any plans to integrate with Amelia? So Amelia is a bot framework provider. It was featured on the Gartner Magic Quadrant as a leader. You saw as Elon was demonstrating that there's already integrations in Voice AI Connect uh, for Cognigy already utilizing this, Core AI already utilizing this. I uh, wonder if you can speak, Elan, maybe about Amelia, but specifically about also the process that it would take for one of those bot frameworks to be able to, you know, get on board as a partner for, for the Voice AI Connect. Yes. Okay. So first, we, we didn't integrate it with Omelia. We're customer driven and up until now, we didn't have this requirement from customers. If we want to do that, we, we integrated, by the way, with a almost 25 other bot frameworks, not with, with Omelia yet. Uh, and uh, to do such integration, it, it should be very simple. Uh, we can do this in a few days. So in case there is a customer need, uh, we can do this. We just need to either, there, there are two options for that. Either Omelia will implement our APIs because we have public APIs that can and anyone can integrate with our APIs. This is what uh, the other bot frameworks have done. Uh, and uh, or alternatively, we can also do the integration. We've done this with Google and with Microsoft and with Amazon. Anyway, either if we do it or if the uh, bot framework provider is doing that, uh, it should it should be pretty simple to do this type of integration. 
few days effort, something like this. Cool, perfect. Um, is there any, again, this is another question from, it's coming through as anonymous here, but is there any prerequisites for doing an outbound call? You spoke about, you know, inbound calls into the bot, but you also did refer to being able to make outbound calls. I'm wondering if you can talk us through maybe some of the prerequisites or um, what's involved in doing that. Right. Can you yeah. hear me? Yeah, 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 got you, yeah. I, I had a problem. So I, I, uh, I heard your question um, about outbound calls. First, if you go to the cloud and you enable outbound calls, uh, you can immediately make outbound calls, even a test call. Okay, so uh, in, in few minutes, you can just set outbound calls, indicate the phone number you want to connect to on the test page, and then the bot will call you. Just uh, in few clicks, you can do that. Uh, but if you want to do it in production, we have a REST API that we supply to customers that they, they can ask us to connect a specific phone number with a specific bot. Also, they can share the context with the bot. If they want to set an appointment, for instance, you may want to share the context of the appointment with the bot, so the bot can know what, uh, how to set the appointment with the customer. So what we'll do, we'll connect with, after you invoke this API, we'll connect to the phone number you supplied uh, with a voice channel that you configured on the routing, on the Voice AI Connect Cloud, and then we'll connect to your bot, we'll let them speak together, this is only with a simple a, a REST API, no need for any prerequisites. And then we also notify the, the dialer about the, about the uh, progress of this call, if the call was successful or if it failed. So no, no prerequisites, uh, just uh, invoke a REST API and that's it. Um, and set your routing, of course, accordingly and the, the connection to your uh, telephony systems. Perfect. Uh, quick question here from uh, Finn Con, which is, can you tell me how Voice AI Connect handles accent issues? I'll answer that one very briefly, which is that um, Voice AI Connect essentially utilizes uh, ASR, automatic speech recognition providers from whoever it is that you want to use. You saw Elan with the drop down list there showing Microsoft and Google. Uh, so, so the accent issue comes from the side of the automatic speech recognition providers. Uh, Microsoft, Google, IBM, Amazon, you know, they're all working on the accent problem. They're all working on language support as well. Uh, it's getting better all the time, but it's not something that is within the control of audio codes. Uh, if you do use a speech recognition provider that you can retrain rather than a standard model, for example, like I said, like a deep gram or something like that, you can retrain those models for accents and things like that. So there's ways of getting more accuracy out of it, but it's not something that would necessarily be sitting on the audio code side. That's more on the AI provider I side. Can add this, can, uh, a few things I can add to this. First, with audio codes, voice AI connect, you can uh, choose your provider. So uh, if you think, for instance, Google are better in accent for uh, Spanish language, uh, then you can pick up uh, you can pick up your provider. Uh, we integrated with the, on the cloud. You see only three integrations because on the cloud we resell the speech to text. But with the enterprise, you can also bring your own speech. And we integrated with uh, at least uh, six providers. I think even more of the speech to text. So um, you have more flexibility when you use the Voice AI Connect on this. And you can also train your model. We can uh, work with Azure uh, custom endpoints. If you build custom endpoints, you can also share context. If you want to optimize the detection, you can share context uh, from the bot and we'll share it with the speech to text. That's to optimize the detection. So you have more options with the Voice AI Connect on this. 
Mm. And on the cons on the topic of languages, we've got a couple of questions here about what languages are supported. You did mention 20 odd languages. I wonder if you can shed a bit of light on on language support. Yeah, uh, so I think this would be about the same answer as you gave for the accent. So we work with uh, various speech to text providers and text to speech providers and we support whatever they support. And uh, of course, Microsoft, Google and Amazon have a very large list of uh, supported languages and we support all of them. So uh, we, uh, th this is not a voice AI connect capability. The capability of the voice AI connect is to do the integration. And we've done the integration in, in with most of the popular speech to text engines. And this is how you, our customers can benefit and can use uh, a lot of uh, languages that are supported by these providers. Cool. Got another question here. Could we integrate Voice AI Connect to Teams native contact center solutions like CenterPal using something like an API based integration? Um, what I know, yeah, so we, we can we can do Teams integration uh, because our SBCs are Teams Direct Route uh, certified. So in case you want to, uh, usually if your contact center is based on Teams, you would receive calls from the public telephony network going to Teams. And we can do this type of integration and this is how you can, we can also enable uh, uh, connectivity to various bot frameworks. Uh, that uh, with calls that are going to Teams. So in general, yes, we can connect to a uh, Teams-based communication platform. Uh, also Zoom, if you want, so we can connect to various uh, uh, telephony channels, also unified communication platforms like Teams and Zoom. Perfect. Uh, can we monitor SIP channels, for example, utilization, QoS, etc., from the telco to our audio calls device? Yeah, uh, in general, yes. Yeah, and we do monitor that because we offer this as a managed service. Uh, at the moment with the Voice Connect Cloud, uh, you will not be able to see that because we didn't yet expose this type of capability. Uh, but we will we'll do this. Uh, this is on the roadmap that you will be able to see all the statistics, voice quality. You know, this is an audio codes expertise, all these type of things. We just didn't expose them yet. Mm -hmm. Cool. And finally, can we transfer a call from a bot to a, you mentioned SIP a number of times, can we transfer a bot uh, from a call from a bot to a PSTN number? Yes, yes, of course. You, you can, uh, on the routing table I showed you, you can connect anything to anything. So uh, this means that you can uh, transfer the call to Teams, to the contact center, and of course also to any SIP trunk provider. Perfect. Uh, very finally, one more question. Uh, this is one from, from me that I think people would benefit from hearing is that um, we mentioned about switching out the ASR capabilities and stuff like that for different use cases. We've had people talk about accents and stuff. I'm wondering whether you can talk us through how that would work if you have a bot that uses different ASRs for different kind of use cases. How would you go about setting that up within, uh, within uh, Voice AI Connect? The same bot using uh, different ASR models. So, so can you just repeat? And by the way, Ken, can you share my screen? Because uh, I have some links I want uh, everyone to see. Uh, mm -hmm. If they want, uh, because I just uh, invite everyone to go and join, uh, sign in to our to our portal, uh, open an account, and try this. Um, now, if you can just repeat your your question, because I'm not sure I understood. So let's say that you have uh, a number of different bots that have 
that use different ASR providers, like Google's good at addresses, for example. So maybe you use ASR from Google to capture an address, but you might use Microsoft for, for most of your conversations. How do you kind of go about configuring the support for different ASR providers? Is that within that integration capability you mentioned where you've got a drop down list of different providers? Like how does it, how does okay. that kind of thing work? Usually the NLU is part of the bot framework. Uh, so if you work with Google Dialogflow, they work with their own NLU. If you work with uh, Microsoft, you work with Lewis. If you work with Cognigy, they have their own, or they can also integrate with other, uh, with Lewis and others. So this is not NLU. What we do is we can integrate with various uh, bot frameworks, and you can configure on the Voice AI Connect various bots. Each one can work with a different provider. Uh, and this is what we, we do from our perspective. The NLU engine that it used is used is invoked by the bot framework itself. So it's not part of what we offer, but we offer connectivity to various bot frameworks. Perfect. Fantastic. Cool. Well, thank you all for, for joining us for this session. You can see on the slides there that we have uh, some information that you can go and check out. One is the link to the Voice AI Connect uh, system, which you can go and have a look at. Sign in and try Voice AI Connect Cloud, uh, which is the URL there. And definitely, if, if you're interested, it, there's been a lot of questions going on here, and apologies if we didn't get to them all. Um, but if you are interested, do reach out to Patrice. The email address is there, and you can learn a lot more about that there. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. As I said, this definitely will be made available, the recording. It'll be sent to you via email um, in the coming days. And hopefully, this has given you an insight into, one, how to go about developing a voice AI strategy, and two, crucially, how to go about properly implementing that into your customer service solution. So thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you, Elan, for, for such a great presentation and for walking us through it. I've been Kane Sims of VUX World, and hopefully we'll see you in the next one.